The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Good morning, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California, streaming online at KUCI.org and podcasting on iTunes. Welcome to Fighting for Love. This show will help you turn conflict into collaboration in all your relationships. I'm Lloyd, the show's engineer, and your host is Mari Frank, an attorney mediator since 1985. She's the author of several books, including Negotiations, Breakthroughs, and Fighting for Love. She's a mediator for the Orange County Superior Court Civil Mediation Panel, and she mediates business, employment, divorce, privacy, and other civil cases in her private practice in Laguna Niguel, California. Mari's a professor of negotiations and conflict management and has been a certified state bar trainer for over 25 years. She teaches leadership and conflict management courses at Brandman University and here at UCI, and she trains corporate leaders' powerful communication and conflict transformation skills. To learn more about the show and our great guests, please visit conflicthealing.com. Mari, what's your show about this morning? Well, Lloyd, today our show is about forgiveness, and we've talked about forgiveness several times on this show because it is really the key to self-love, the key to loving others, and it's the key to really getting rid of the, the, the past anger and just freeing yourself to move on with your life and be happy. And we are having a wonderful guest with us. Let me tell you the name of the book. It's called The Power of Forgiveness. Forgiving as a Path to Freedom by Joan Gattuso. And I remember Joan Gattuso from reading her book, her one of her earlier books, A Course in Love, many years ago. Let me tell you about this fabulous woman who I've just had a really wonderful conversation with just before the show. Joan Gattuso has studied with His Holiness the Dalai Lama. And she's authored three popular books that have been translated into several languages. The first one, A Course in Love, that I read and I loved. A Course in Life, which I now am going to have to read. And The Lotus Still Blooms. And then this beautiful new book, The Power of Forgiveness. Joan is a well-known unity minister. And by the way, I was in a unity church for 17 years, so I am very much in tune with all the wonderful teachings of unity. And she lives in Molokai, Hawaii, with her husband, David Alexander. And Lloyd, you know, you and I have been to Molokai a couple times and said we'd always said, oh my goodness, wouldn't it be wonderful to live here? So lots of coincidences, lots of fun. I just am just so thrilled. I loved this book with the great stories. And we're going to talk about forgiveness now because I think a lot of people have a feeling about, I don't want to forgive because I don't want to let that person off the hook, or I can't give up that resentment. And people don't realize that they're really just hurting themselves. So we're going to talk about that. Thank you, Joan, so much for joining us this morning, all the way from beautiful Molokai. Good morning, Mari. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be with you. And it's just such an amazing fact 
fact that you've been to Molokai twice because not that many people come to this Hawaiian island to visit because it's one of the most quiet of the islands. But that's a very fun um, connection we have. And yes. you read A Course in Love, which was my first baby that I delivered. It took me 20 years to <laughs> conceive and deliver that baby. So I'll always hold that book dear to my heart. Yes, it's really wonderful. So we have some great connections. And even when I read your book and all of the, the stories that you have in there, the, the scenarios of people who, who were able to forgive and what they went through and how hard it was and and all the great suggestions that you have were, were just fantastic. I, I especially was, you know, you talked later on in the book about Ho'onopono, and I was waiting for that um, throughout the book, and then you got to it. So we'll talk about that in a minute as well. Okay. Yeah. So the name of the book is The Power of Forgiveness, Forgiving as a Path to Freedom. I think a lot of people don't consider forgiveness as a path to freedom. Let's talk a little bit about that because it is, it's a really important idea. I think a lot of people, Mari, I agree with you. I think a lot of people don't really understand what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is soul work that we do. It is getting to the crux of our being and letting go of the hurts from the past, letting go of our anger, letting go of those thoughts and feelings that have separated us from other people or even separated our, ourselves from our true self. So forgiveness is a process. Forgiveness isn't somebody that's listening to us today isn't going to say, well, I heard this woman on Marty's show, and she said, I have to forgive, so okay, I'm going to forgive you, <laughs> son of a gun. No, it doesn't work that way. That's why I have in the book, you already referenced it, I have a lot of exercises. I think we need to do a lot of spiritual work to move into our soul, to clean out the shadowy and dark and bruised and oozing places and get to our true essence. So I do have a lot of techniques that I, I, they're proven. I've worked them myself. I've given them to numerous people and spiritual transformation does happen. And it is a freedom. I, I remember so many times when I had to forgive, I went through a really terrible divorce. And it. I remember listening to somebody, and I, rem, I don't remember who it was, a, a recording, and they said, sometimes you do have to start and say, I forgive you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I had a laugh about that. Yeah, but of course you have to get beyond that because as long as you still feel that way, it's like you're chained. I mean, I I used to visualize myself like I'm, I'm chained and I can't move forward. Because I'm chained to the past. I'm so I'm filled with anger, resentment, and all that. And it doesn't do anything for me or the other person. I mean, obviously, it didn't matter to me about the other person, but it sure mattered to me about me. And I have people that I, you know, doing a lot of divorce mediation, I'll say it's really important to forgive for you. Not You don't give forgive for that person. You forgive for you. You give it up so Absolutely. that you're free. And I'll Absolutely. have people, I had one woman who was um, married 40 years and her husband had had an affair for 25 of those years. Oh, goodness. And she didn't know. I don't know how she didn't know, but she didn't. And, um, you know, she had. She said to her whole life was a lie. And she just was angry at herself and angry at her ex. And, you know, she goes, I am not ready to forgive. I said, okay, you're not ready. When you're ready... You'll be free. Then you can really move forward. Then you can be happy, right? 
forgiveness is a gift we give to ourselves. She's not forgiving her ex-husband to give him a gift. She's forgiving him to free herself from that hurt. And 40 years, I'd say that's a boatload of hurt. <laughs> it probably And like is. you said, 25 years he had an affair and she didn't know, well, I think she needs to forgive herself too, Mari, yes. for burying her head in the sand. You know, right. there had to be, you know, there was a reason why he didn't come home till after 1130 at night at night. You know, yeah. there, she has to forgive herself for not reading the, the signs along the way that were screaming at her. So yeah. she has to forgive herself. Yeah. And I think, you know, he had a good excuse because he was a surgeon. And he was on call a lot. So, yeah, that was uh, that was part of it. But let's talk about, so you, you've written about love. You've written about life. What is it then that inspired you now to, to choose forgiveness for, your next, for this book? Well, I wrote and I've written about forgiveness because I know it is just such a universal key that opens the door for our happiness. I've been a student of The Course in Miracles, and perhaps many of your listeners are students of The Course in Miracles, but when I read this line from A Course in Miracles decades ago, forgiveness offers everything I want. I thought, okay, I want to be free from that painful divorce from my history. I want to be free from the conflict in, in relationships with with relatives and colleagues in the past, with board members. Forgiveness offers everything I want. Okay, I'm willing to forgive because I want to be happy. I want to have a good life. I mean, Mari, I live, I'm looking at the ocean. The ocean is 50 feet away. Uh. We, you know, <laughs> we live in a beautiful, beautiful place. I had a wonderful career as a pulpit minister minister for 34 years, but now I get to write and read and meditate. I meditate a couple hours every day, and forgiveness has offered me this. It really has. Right, and if you hadn't forgiven, what would your life be like? That's the question, right? I I mean, I don't want to ponder what that might be. I know. Because I Yeah. I'd still be where it's 17 below zero during the winter. (laughs) Right, right. So, you know, some people say, I'm not ready to forgive, or I don't want to give that person the satisfaction of forgiving them. So, you know, what is it? Why is it so difficult for people to forgive? It's our egos, Marty. It is our ego that does not want us to be happy. We don't want to forgive that other person. We don't want what we're really saying is, I don't want to set myself free. Uh-huh. Rather keep them in bondage than set myself free. And Mari and I talked before we came on the air, and she used this great line, which maybe many have heard before. But it's like you swallow poison by being unforgiving. You're swallowing poison, except you expect the other person to die, <laughs> right. but it's killing you. Right. Right. And it's our ego that doesn't want us to be free. I know. It's our ego that doesn't want us to have the kind of magnificent life I believe we are all here to live. We are not here to be unhappy. We're here to be happy. It says, the Dalai Lama says that. He says, the purpose of life is to be happy. Some people say, well, that's very trite. I say, you know what? I don't think... I'm of a mindset that I can say the Dalai Lama is trite. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't you know? say so. No, no. Uh-uh. 
You know, there's people say, well, how do how do I even start? And there are so many different ways of people that we've spoken to about forgiving. And um, I, I think one of the things that's that's beautiful that comes out of Hawaii is that practicing that ho'oonopono, that's that ancient Hawaiian technique of reconciliation. So let's talk about that because I, I wanted to share with you, I know in your book you talk about it and, and ways to do it. And I wanted to actually ask you what you thought of how I interpreted it. So first, why don't you explain what it is and the four sentences that you say and who you're saying it to. You're asking me this as I'm flipping through my manuscript. I just got the book today. Can you believe that? <laughs> Everybody was interviewing so me I got it, it before you. Book, and I, I didn't have it. So um, let's see if this by heart. The first thing we say to the person, now this is outrageous. Okay, this is like off the charts outrageous what we do. Yes. The first thing we say to the person that we're working with to shift the energy is, is it I love you? I'm sorry. No, well, you could, actually, you me. could say it in any of the, any of the, I mean, the four sentences, any, order, any right. order, but the first one is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> well, I say, I do that all the time myself. I use that, oh, no, pono, is that I'm, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. So, so what's that all about? So let's, let's look at that, okay? Um, when we say to the other person, I mean, this could be a person, let's be extreme, that raped you. Right. And you say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I have thought of you as such a bastard every day of my life. Right. I right. am sorry that my heart has hardened so much. Right. That all I have is hate for you. I'm sorry that we have this karmic dance that we're doing together. I'm sorry that you played your role and I played mine. The first thing we say is, I'm sorry. Now, this is outrageous when somebody's been yeah. very hurtful to you. Right. So let's not go as far as rape. Let's just say it's a sibling who has dishonored you and, and been unkind to you and talked against you. And you say, I'm sorry that you took on that role and I took on this role. I'm sorry. And then we say, please forgive me for always having these harsh thoughts towards you. Yeah. Please forgive me for not opening my heart to see that in there is a hurt person, that in there there is a good person. Right. Please forgive me. And then we say to that person from the depth of our soul, I love you. I yeah. love you. And isn't that true? Yeah. If we I love, love all, yeah, then, we love the essence of what, the, the, the God Center, right? Right. And then we say, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being my teacher. Thank you for helping me learn these soul lessons. The thing is, when we've had these really hard situations, let's just say with a former spouse, we've had these really hard lessons. They have taught us compassion. They have taught us about our own spirituality. They've taught us how to live in a broader universe. And so we can be grateful for these lessons. But this takes quite a while, usually years, to get there. And sometimes, you know, sometimes that person, you don't have to say it directly to them, you know? Sometimes. Oh, most times. People ask me that when I'm yeah. on the air other programs. Like, you could no, just say it. Yeah, them. you could just you're say it. You're not going to call them up and do this over the telephone. You're not right. going to do it on the Internet. Right. This is what you do in a meditative practice. 
Right. You do it yourself. Uh, and you know what I, I found that when I took these Ho'oponopono, I, I, I tried to think of it as a way of um, thinking like if I were, I, I've interviewed people who have been through the Holocaust, who've written books, and, and they were able to forgive. And then I, I thought to myself, well, sometimes you might want to be just saying, talking to spirit and say, I'm sorry, God, for having these terrible thoughts. You know, please forgive me, God, for thinking like that. And then I love you to God and thank you for helping me to let this go. So that's kind of how I use it. And you can use it any way you want. You know, you can use it any way you want. But that's the way I have been using it lately. It works for me. Many decades ago, a doctor in Hawaii in Honolulu, a psychiatrist, worked with the criminally insane Right. At the hospital. Yes. Dr. Hugh. Story. Right. Dr. Hugh Lin. Is right. that his name? Hugh yes, Lin. Dr. Hugh Lin. Um, uh-huh. And uh, it's a phenomenal story. He would have therapy sessions one at a time with these, we'll say for now, men who are criminally insane. I'm sure there were some women in the mix, yeah. too. Yeah. But with these men who are criminally insane, and he would sit there for an hour and meditate with them in the room. And he silently would be saying... I'm sorry. I'm sorry I thought of you as such a dastardly being. Right. Please forgive me for having these thoughts towards you. Underneath all this, I love you. I thank you. Do you know he did that for a couple years? This is a true story. Yes, I I know. Documented. And they had to close that hospital because there were no longer any patients. Right. They all had been returned to a life of sanity. Yes. It's powerful stuff. It's very very powerful. powerful. I mean, you don't even think those four sentences. It's not much to say. And it is extremely powerful because it, it really does free us. Right. And and I know when I, I had to work on, you know, forgiving my husband, my ex for a lot of the things that he did. And I just said to myself at the time, I didn't know Ho'onopono, but I would say to myself, well, you know what? This was my unity teachings. I would say, you know what? He is a child of God. He did the best he could with the tools he had. If he had better tools, he would have done better. He, you know, it's almost like forgive that's him for, that's you know. That's a beautiful statement right there. Right yeah. There. You know, if he knew better, he would have done better. And you know what? I have to let it go because I want to be free from this. I just, I am tired of being resentful. I'm tired of being angry. I don't, I don't like myself like that. And so that was really helpful to me to just see him as just a, a being on his journey trying to learn, you know, about life in his way. And, you know, it, I learned a lot of lessons a lot of lessons. And was he not your teacher, Mari? Yes. Was he not your teacher? And did he not put on a great Academy Award winning performance? <laughs> well, you know, we're all teachers and students, right? We're all those teachers. And, and I thought, it's like school. Sometimes we have really tough teachers and really tough lessons and teachers we don't like, but we learned, right? So Absolutely. it's like that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, in fact, it, it, truly, um, I, I did learn so much from that about myself and what I want and what I don't want. So, you know, I think it's harder when you when you have like to try and forgive maybe the Nazis and you went through the Holocaust or if you were from the Armenian uh, Holocaust or 
you know, Rwanda, right? I mean, those right. are those are so, or even what we look at now, the terrorists in our own country and the terrorists in Paris. It's it's something that you have to say. What you know? How could these people do these kinds of things? You know? Oh, but truly, I do not have that answer, but I do have two Holocaust-related stories in The Power of Forgiveness. Right. One is a woman who's, she is my cousin's aunt. She's not mine. My husband, David Alexander, calls those rump relatives. We all have them. They're our relatives' relatives. Right. They're not our relatives. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's she is. Her name is Jacqueline. She is a lovely, 80 years old now, a little more than 80, lovely woman from La Harve in northern France. And I tell her story of when she was an eight-year-old girl, yes. and the Nazis came and knocked on their door of their, their general store, and their family lived in the apartment above, knocked on the door and said, you have one hour to get out. We're taking over your store, and we're taking over your apartment. Yep. And the family left. They had no place to go. Yes. And how she tells the story of, you know, being wanderers. And I have to say, how they were helped the most and they were Catholic. They were not Jewish. They would be dead if they were Jewish. Right, right. They were Catholic. But who helped them the most, really, were the parish priests in these little tiny Catholic parishes in northern France. And they put them in the basement of a school, or they put them in the, the back vestry of a church. And the family just went from pillar to post for years. Yes. For years, until they were finally able to move back into their store. But the part of the story that I love so much is that they always knew, it makes me cry, Mari, they always knew the Americans were coming. That was part of the French underground. Yeah. They, they knew that Americans were coming. I'm sorry, forgive me, but I can't apologize for my emotions. Yeah. They knew the Americans were they coming to save them. Yes. They didn't know when or but one day she was outside and her older sister said, look up, look up. And they looked up and Mari, all they saw as far as they could see were thousands, thousands of white parachutes coming down. And it was D-Day. Yes. And they could see those parachutes coming down. And they knew that France would return to being France because it hadn't been France for a long time. Yeah. So it's a great story. And this woman, she totally forgiven that experience. And she said, I, I have to say, this is her speaking, forgiveness came easy to me because I knew I had to forgive. I could not carry that hate in my heart through my right. whole life. Right. I could not do that. And so she forgave and she came to the United States. She was a war bride. She married my uncle's brother. And she said, I had 50 plus happy years with Nick, 50 plus years. Mm. So... Yeah, no matter how horrible it is, we have to forgive. Now, most of us today that are speaking and listening, we haven't been through a Holocaust, thank God. Yeah. But we've had our burdens. We've had our hurtful situations. And to us, they're just as important and just as necessary to forgive. Exactly, exactly. And you and I were talking about that. I've had Azim Kamisa on this show before, and his son was murdered for a gang it was a gang initiation that murdered his son and he was able to forgive and actually start a foundation with the murderer's grandfather and at, 
and tr- he's trying to get the murderer who at the time of the the killing was only 14 and he's trying to get him out now and because he forgave him this young man now who's in jail for this murder who who admitted it you know he didn't want to go through a trial or put azim through a trial he admitted and he's like a monk now he is so spiritual because azim was able to forgive him both of them are free both of them are free and are doing good work in the world. So, you know, there's magic that happens when you forgive. There's miracles. Oh, that does it beautifully. It does. It, it is a miracle. It is a miracle. But the energy is so transformed. It, it's, it's magical. It is. It's so extraordinary. So why should forgiveness actually be a daily practice? So that we keep that internal slate of our souls clean, Mari, so that we don't let a little grievance find, find residency in our psyche. Right. That we just constantly are willing to do this, constantly. Now, I will share, I don't work on forgiveness every day now because at this point, I don't think I have any grievances. Yeah. But sometimes, even I say, even unpleasant things can happen in paradise. And I don't know if this commercial runs nationally on the mainland, but it runs here in Hawaii. It's like a boulder falls off a cliff and goes into this person's new um, convertible. And they'll say, <laughs> even bad happens in paradise. And I've had a couple encounters. I've had, I, I'm exaggerating, I say couple. I've had one encounter with a really snarly clerk in this little tiny convenience store we have. And... I had to come home, and I had to work for a couple of weeks to forgive him because he was so snarly. But other than that, I just I have a very peaceful life now. But I've done an ocean of forgiveness. I look out this ocean. <laughs> I've done from the shores of Molokai to the shores of California. <laughs> I've done an ocean of forgiveness work. Well, I have to forgive a lot because I deal with people in conflict all the time. So often they will take out their anger on me. I had a client recently. He um, did not want to get a divorce. He was very angry about the divorce uh, from his wife. And I was trying and I'm doing it in a very positive way, you know, doing mediation. And we were talking on the phone and he said um, he was mad at me because he thought that that. I was making the, uh, that she was madder at him now that she's going through the divorce. And I said, well, first of all, I said, you know, you wouldn't be getting a divorce if (laughs) if she wasn't mad (laughs) about some things. But I said, but but be that as it may, I'm not going to be defensive. I said, look, I know you're hurting. I know you're angry. I know you're going through all this. So I choose to see you as as just having a hard time and I'm not taking it personally. And believe it or not, he said he, he apologized and I told his wife and she goes, I can't believe he apologized. He never apologizes. (laughs) So the fact that I could see him above what he was acting like and forgive him because I knew he was in pain. And you even talk about this in the book, that people who are mean, people who are nasty, they are, in pain, right? They're hurting people. But what you just said about this particular man yeah. was that his pain was projected outward, but you didn't take it personally. Yeah. So I think that was I a form of forgiveness. Don't take it personally. Right. I think that was no, a form no. of forgiveness because at first when he was really nasty to me, I mean, the first inclination was, hey, you jerk. You know, I didn't say it, but 
that was my first inclination. But then I stopped myself and said, wait a minute, look what, you know, he's in a lot of pain. He's, he does not want this divorce. He's hurting and he has to blame somebody. So he's going to blame me. And, For you right now. and so I kind of had to forgive first before I could even think that I had to switch gears, you know? Right. So let's talk a little bit about we've got a um, oh we don't have a lot of time believe it or not. Well, let's um let's let's just give the name of your book again, which is the power of forgiveness, forgiving as a path to freedom, by wonderful Joan Gattuso. And Joan, where can they um find out more about you and your work and your book? Well, you can get the book you know, on Amazon or your local bookstore. Please ask for it. And then to communicate with me, this is the, the address. Love. This is all one word, lovehelpfromjoan.com. Well, that is so love wonderful. Lovehelpfromjoan.com. Love and it doesn't say forgiveness. It says love because I've been a teacher of transformative, holy relationships for many, many years now. And I have that kind of relationship. And it sounds like you do too, Mari. Yeah, I'm working on it too. So we will send people to love help from Joan. And Joan is spelled J-O-A-N dot com. And remember to pick up this wonderful book, The Power of Forgiveness, Forgive, Forgiving as a Path to Freedom. And I hope that I get to come to Molokai and come visit. <laughs> oh, that'd be fabulous. I'm a great cook, so I'll make you a wonderful Hawaiian type dinner. Oh, yum yum! Ashi and purple sweet potatoes and yum everything things. sounds great. <laughs> okay, okay. God bless you. So you. Much, okay, Mari. thank God you. Okay, God bless you Bye. too. Bye bye. Aloha. Aloha. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM and Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. I'm Mari Frank. Join us every Monday morning at 830 and visit our website at conflicthealing.com. Some people die for love. And I believe it's true because I do the same for you. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents.